Og lige nu her på DR1 sidder Tine Goethe klar til at præsentere TV-avisen. Namaskar, med hos Lige Jodrigård. Kilmitén Ubas. Hier ist das erste deutsche Fernsehen mit der Tagesschau. Judo is like kind of like a metaphor for life. It gives you a meaning, it gives you a reason to get up in the morning, gives you like a purpose. So yeah, it kind of, it kind of means everything to me at the moment. My whole life is structured around the, the sport. When you're sprinting and everything's working in the right direction, you're basically one with yourself and that's something quite unique, I think. The addictiveness, the adrenaline rush of the Paralympic Games is just unbelievable. And I started to think, you know, I don't know when, but I started to think, wow, that could be me. These people have three things in common. First, they are elite athletes. Second, they want to compete in the Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro this summer. And third, they don't have the money to do that. But instead of complaining about the lack of funds through official bodies, these sports people turn to an alternative way of financing their dream. Crowdfunding. In this Planet Mundo short, I, Kim Schönrock, will take you on the road to Rio with elite athletes from Germany and Great Britain. You will hear about their struggle to balance a sporting career and everyday life, how sporting systems are failing to support them, and why crowdfunding might or might not be a new and unconventional pillar in sports funding. I actually had to get my piggy bank, my little jar of money, which was full of like 20 pence pieces, And I had to use that to like buy my food for the week. I had no money. And I was just like, why? Why am I doing this? Like, what is going on in my life? Tom Reed is a judo fighter. His qualification for the Olympic Games in Rio de Janeiro costs him about 35,000 pounds in two years. And that's just for the sport. It does not pay for his everyday life in Bath. It's so expensive. Just, I don't know how I pay for it sometimes. It's like, it's, it's really crazy. So... How do you earn an extra 35,000 pounds while training three times a day? If you want to be a high-level athlete, you have to be an athlete, you know, 100%. You know, everybody works part-time, but you can't have a proper job because you need to give so much of your time to training. And we have to look for creative ways to get that money, basically. One of his creative ways was crowdfunding. I'd seen a judo player use it um, that I knew, and they'd said it was good, so I went with it and was quite successful. Within a few weeks, people pledged 3,550 pounds for his campaign titled Road to Rio. But what is crowdfunding? The fact, the fact corner. In simple terms, random people, the crowd, support an individual, a company or a project with money via online platforms. Are there different forms of crowdfunding? Yes. Actually, crowdfunding has become a real business with equity and debt crowdfunding as well as peer-to-peer -peer lending. But individuals mainly use rewards-based crowdfunding, meaning the crowd gives money and gets something in return, sometimes a product, sometimes just a greeting. Is crowdfunding in sports successful? That depends on a variety of things, mainly on the campaign's exposure. The sports crowdfunding platform Pledge Sports, for instance, has a 35% success rate. The average profit is 2,800 pounds. Who gives the money? At least in sports crowdfunding, a rule of thumb is 80% of the money comes from people the athlete knows. Friends, family, training group. 20% comes from strangers. 
This is Richard Pearson, the CEO of the sports crowdfunding platform Pledge Sports. I wanted to do something in the crowdfunding space for a while. I did a lot of research into what would be the best industry and turns out that probably 90 to 95% of all sports teams, clubs, people around the world have to constantly fundraise. So would you would you say that crowdfunding in sports is still a niche or is it actually becoming, well, mainstream? Unfortunately, it's still a niche. Sports has been very slow to adapt to crowdfunding. Uh, in America, it's a lot more advanced, but in Europe, it's the market is completely in its infancy. So far, Pledge Sports ran more than 300 campaigns since 2014 when it was launched. The platform is used by elite athletes such as Tom Reed and amateur sports people alike. Worldwide, however, we are talking about a lot more campaigns. In fact, since 2013, at least 20 million pounds have been crowdfunded in sports, says Valeria Cortes Vacadies from the data collection company Crowdsurfer. That might sound like a lot of money. But in the global crowdfunding industry, it's not actually. Can you tell me how much money has been pledged through crowdfunding in Britain last year? So last year we estimated about 2.7 billion pounds uh, and we had there were more than 300,000 projects. And that's only in the UK in one year. Worldwide, at least $12 billion were pledged last year, says Cortez. And the Mass Solution Crowdfunding Industry 2015 report even suggests a number as high as $34 billion. So Pearson from Pledge Sports seems to have a point when saying the sports sector is niche in the overall crowdfunding market. But that does not mean that crowdfunding can't make a huge difference for athletes or teams. I, I'm wondering especially why so many Olympians or people who want to qualify for the Olympics still have to crowdfund. That's just like, I mean, shouldn't they be somehow funded by their association? Governments cover a very small part of the funding and no government in the world funds all its potential Olympic athletes. No government in the world can afford to do it. Not even very wealthy countries. Mm. Well, like so, the UK. Exactly. You've got situations um, in every sport where people there's big funding gaps so if there are big funding gaps in every sport i'm wondering how does the british sports finance system work the effect corner there are two funding levels in the uk elite and participation the organization uk sports invests money into elite sport in all of great britain Participation is funded by the respective home nations through Sport England, Wales, Scotland and Northern Ireland. How much money are we talking about on the elite level? UK Sport invests around £125 million per year into Olympic and Paralympic sports. Where does the money come from? From the government and the National Lottery. Who gets the money? Only sports and athletes with a podium or podium potential level at the international stage can get funds. Right now, about 1,300 athletes are funded. How much money can an athlete get? The highest possible amount is £28,000 per year for those receiving the so-called Athlete Performance Award. Additionally, most travel and competition costs are covered. Back to the judo center in Bath. Tom Reed's coach, Jürgen Klinger, is frustrated with the situation his players are facing. It is so sad that nobody helped them. You know, you can see how passionate they are. 
because they invest all this money just to be the Olympian at the end for, for their country. And this country kicked them in the ass all the time. But fact is, Britain gained massive overall Olympic success after they introduced their new finance system, including UK sport, in 1996. At the last Olympics, they even came third on the medal scale. So from a purely objective, medal-winning point of view, the system seems to be working. That, of course, does not change the fact, though, that many athletes don't get any funding and bend over backwards to scrape money together. Crowdfunding apparently being one of the options to do so. A phenomenon which is also visible in Germany, another successful sporting nation with a supposedly well-working sports finance system. Morgen. Good morning. Kannst du mich gut hören? To get an idea about the funding situation of elite athletes in Germany, I called Sven Knippals, a German top sprinter who wants to win a medal with a four times 100 meter relay at the Olympic Games in Rio. Can you say like how much money you get through these all these associations and official bodies? Yeah, it's 700 euros a month. Okay, so I see why you still have to work. Yeah, well, plus the training camp stuff from the German association because mm -hmm. I'm uh, right now I'm in the Arcada mm -hmm. and uh, I'm second highest ranked in the national team that means basically I don't really have to pay for anything for the training camps apart from food the second best German sprinter gets 700 euro per month from official funding bodies any German third class football player would probably not even appear to training for those peanuts Dr. Kirstin Hallmann is an economist at the German Sports University Cologne, where I met her in March. Her team found out that elite athletes in Germany earn less than 2,000 euro per month, despite working, studying and training between 60 to 80 hours on average per week. But we are, we are still talking about athletes who are actually doing well. Like We're not talking about leisure sport, we are talking about... Yes, we are talking about elite athletes taking part at Olympic Games, taking part at World Championships and so on. That sounds sobering. But how exactly does the sport finance system work in Germany? The fact corner. Funding happens on three levels. National, regional and local. Each level gets a certain amount of money to enable participation and elite sports. However, a lot works on a voluntary basis. Where does the money come from? Mostly from the government and a bit from the lottery and sponsors. Also, the Independent German Sport Aid Foundation gives money to elite athletes, like a salary. How much money are we talking about? The institutions invested roughly 1 billion euros in four years to finance the Olympic Games in London and Sochi. How much money can an elite athlete get? That's the downside of the system. The highest possible amount of funding is 1,500 euros per month, but only very few get that. In a nutshell, what is the biggest difference between the German and the British funding system? Put simply, in Britain the top performers are very well off. In turn, many athletes don't get any funds. In Germany, more athletes get support in one way or the other, but with less money. What do you think is the best way in German high-performance sport to make money? To <laughs> be popular? <laughs> I think, yeah, really, that, that, that's how bad it is. It's not be good in your sport, it's be popular. Basically, if you are in the spotlight and popular, your chances of getting funds are a lot higher. 
But doing a minority sport like sprinting instead of playing football, for example, obviously makes that harder. So how do you build a brand around yourself, raise attention and make money as a sprinter? Knipphals, just as Judoka Reed in Britain, turned to crowdfunding, but with a twist. With my management together, um, we mixed crowdfunding with merchandising. On his personal website, Knipphals offers t-shirts, fan packs or personal meetings for different amounts of money. He wanted to crowdfund, but not be dependent on a platform and potentially go away empty-handed. Why empty-handed? One issue with crowdfunding is its very common all-or-nothing principle. It means you only get the money if you hit your target. If you raise less, the money goes back to the ones who pledged it. A second issue with crowdfunding is time. Crowdfunding doesn't cost the athlete any money. Most platforms only charge fees in case of success, but the athletes do pay in another way, says Philipp Greta, the spokesperson of Fairplate, Germany's largest sports crowdfunding platform. You need to keep in mind that the 60 days of the campaign are time-consuming. Campaigners need to prepare and follow the project. They need to motivate people, do PR and inform people. And the work doesn't always pay off. German-Palestinian judoka Simon Jakub was not all happy with his campaign. I thought it's an easy game for me to to collect much money. But this was very hard. And at the end, uh, yeah, it was not very, very much money or not that what I expected. But at least you reached your goal. Of course, I reached my goal, but yeah, maybe I helped with my own money. It is not illegal to help your campaign with your own money. But it has, of course, a negative aftertaste for the athlete. And let's face it. Many, many projects never receive any funding. German crowdfunding platforms have an average success rate of only 50%. And worldwide, that rate is even lower. Only every third project reaches its target. And there's one more question that kept popping up in my head. Does it feel weird to ask for money? Yeah, definitely. Like, like I said at the start, it felt weird asking for money or even getting large, large amounts of money. That's the British judoka Jan Gorzewski. He also did a crowdfunding campaign to support his Rio qualification. Um, I guess it depends on the personality, but you're really putting yourself out there. You're basically saying, you know, I need help. <laughs> it was something I, I found was was quite difficult. And But then after, after that, after that weirdness, once you overcome it, it, it's the opposite. It's really, it's humbling and it's extremely motivating and inspiring. Also, some athletes I spoke to said they got sponsoring contracts out of their crowdfunding campaign simply because they started building a brand around themselves and got more attractive for companies. But does that mean crowdfunding can become a new pillar in sports funding? I don't think it's a viable long-term strategy. I, I definitely think it's a great starting point and other opportunities arise from it. What Where are the other opportunities? I actually feel there's a lot of organizations or companies out there who want to support athletes but they just almost don't know who or, or how really and so perhaps crowdfunding can be that that bridge between the two and in germany can crowdfunding become a pillar in sports funding there dr kirstin heilmann from the sports university cologne crowdfunding seems not to be yet very common for german elite athletes um, but however, in, in general, I think it, it could be a success, definitely, because 
the general income before taxes is very low for elite athletes. Um, they have to spend a lot of time traveling, trying to survive as well, practicing. And if they can be released of that one burden, financial security, I think it, it would be very welcome to them. Crowdfunding is a new, kind of sexy and creative way to make money for athletes who otherwise lack funding or media attention. It probably can't be the ultimate solution to all funding gaps, and neither is doing a crowdfunding campaign a walk in the park. But it is a growing opportunity that deserves a try. My name is Kim Schönrock and you listen to a Planet Mundus episode that is kind of special for me. In fact, this very episode was part of my master's final project in university. So if by some miracle you are an editor of a broadcasting station and are thinking, huh, I'd like that woman to do radio for me, great, just send me an email, kim.schönrock at hotmail.de. If you don't want to offer me a job but enjoyed the program and want to leave a comment, do so at planetmundus.com or tweet us at planetmundus. We are always eager for feedback. And with that, there's nothing more to say than from Planet Mundus, I wish you a great day.